Welcome to Sunday Sweets, Gareth. So yeah, your new new album that's coming out tomorrow is going to be our, our future album. So Brain Drops is out this Friday, which is so exciting, and you've uh, you've really released some awesome singles in the lead up. How um, will this album differ to the first one, which I loved, Laughing in Meat Space? Um, how will it differ? I don't know. It's kind of it's really hard to tell. It's, it's a bit sort of a bit more of a psych out, I reckon, like a psychologically weird. Uh, I kind of got that from like the album. lyrics of Braindrops. Yeah, yeah, it's different. It's not like um, Meat Space, which is sort of political, kind of more psychological, more Alfred Hitchcock. Totally. Yeah. Hey, um, you've been complimented on your sloppy charm. Could you tell us, like, who are your influences? Are there any particular bands, or are you more influenced by the people around you and ideas that you're thinking about? Um, well, it's kind of, you know, we, we, we use a lot of new stuff like you know drum machines and, and kind of you know technology and I'm you know I've noticed everybody who uses that stuff it's because it's you know it's just the nature of the beast it's, it's a machine or machines um everything is perfectly in time perfectly in place and it's yeah it's not anything out of step ever and I'm um, I really like stuff like you know when I was in high school I was in stuff like Jimi Hendrix which is the shockingly loose when I first heard it, I was like, so sloppy. <laughs> but it still has a kind of groovy, funky feel. So, um, yeah, I wanted to do that through electronic music, make it sloppy, because oh, no one's cool. ever done that. Yeah, that's Whether cool. it's craft cool. work or, or kind of newer stuff like, uh, you know, Rihanna or something, it's never off, off, the, off the beat. Yeah. It's so edited to perfection, totally. That is not even real anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like photoshopped or something, airbrushed. I like that. I like that. Now, now you said before that there was a bit of a psychological um, influence to this new album. Now, the title of your first album. Would you like to yeah. explain to the listeners what what it means, where you get that influence from? Well, Meat Space is like it's what uh, people who work in um, Silicon Valley refer to as. Well, it's the real world. That's that's how they refer to the real world. It's like a sparking way of doing it. They kind of being a bit passionizing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything outside of the computer is called meat space. And then uh, a laughing death is this thing I was reading about uh, uh, cannibalism in um in like Papua New Guinea. And um, they used to eat people at funerals rather than burying. And then they'd go insane because you get like this sort of human version of mad cow disease. Oh, mad cow and, uh, disease. And they would, yeah, they would literally laugh themselves to death. Anyway, so the, yeah, we put those two together. Yeah, a laughing death in meat space. It's sort of, I don't know, it's meant to sort of say something about, you know, everybody online killing each other, you know. And just laughing to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know, it's like everyone, it's, the internet and all that stuff was meant to bring everybody together, but it just makes everybody fight, really. Yeah, it's kind of, if anything has isolated people to to a far greater extent than it's brought people together. Yeah, totally, like social media, it sort of makes you lonelier. Yeah, exactly. Totally. I've I've read about your feeling of nostalgia for the '90s, um, when technology and the internet wasn't such a dominant part of our lives, um, and I kind of got that same theme in your song "Braindrops." Of I felt like it was talking about this scatterbrained haze you have when you're on your phone for too long, or I don't know, kind of feelings like that came to mind. Was any of this in mind in writing "Braindrops" or any of the other singles in your new album? Yeah, yeah. I mean, everything's so hectic these days. You know, no wonder everyone's going anxiety. You know, there's an opioid epidemic and stuff. It's like I don't know. It's just too 
there's too much intrusion into your, your daily life. And you're not meant to be so sort of stimulated all the time. It's really bad, and then it freaks you out. Like, yeah, and I just, I just remember a time, you know, before all that stuff, and it was fine. It, it, it was, you know, you, you don't need to know if little Nas is still at number one right now. You can wait till you get home and maybe you'll you know, turn the TV on or something or you read the paper. You know, like, it's not necessary, all that stuff. If the internet was switched off today or tomorrow, the world would go on and everyone would relax and get along. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Now, in your song, Who's My Eugene? Now, there features um, a train sound in the middle of the guitar solo. How, how do you incorporate that into your live performance? I don't know, I think to? that's kind of... That's Erica just screaming and then through an echo pedal and I don't know we just we kind of you know we're not trying to replicate the studio thing live or vice versa so we kind of I don't know we get up there and just mess around with effects and go nuts and if it's not the same yeah, whatever it's alright yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so do I'm you guys improvise much on stage? <laughs> yeah heaps heaps yeah it's kind of the fun part of the show really because you know you're sort of doing everything the same every night but yeah we always have these little moments in every song where it's a free for all so yeah yeah, I actually remember um, seeing you play at the Corner Hotel early last year. Um, it was awesome. I loved it. You're actually playing another Melbourne show in October, um, October the 18th, and another second show on October the 19th at the Croxton. Uh, mm, yeah. Yeah, which is awesome. Are you excited to play in Melbourne? Is it, a f- like, since it's kind of, I know you're from Perth, but you're in Mel- located in Melbourne now. Um, do you love playing in Melbourne? Um, yeah, Melbourne, it's, it's, it's the best, it's mad, it's probably like the um, best music city in the world, like, for real, like, you know, you can go somewhere like London and there's always great shows on all the time, everywhere, but it's never, they're never London bands, they're all bands from mm. everywhere else in the world, you know what I mean, so yeah. it doesn't have a scene per se, and then, you know, even things like Brooklyn is really good, but it's just, for some reason, Melbourne is, is insane, it's just, there's a thousand bands. And half of them are good, you know. But, um, yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, yeah, so we like playing there. I mean, sometimes the audience can be a bit jaded because they're so spoiled. But <laughs> otherwise, you know, if it's late enough and they've been partying enough, then, exactly. then it's good, you know? Yeah. I wanted to also um, talk about the lyrics in um, Braindrops. How far are you from knowing your heart? Yeah, I don't want to romanticise a world without technology and iPhones, but... Um, yeah, as you were saying just before, it just feels like it's alarming how attached we are to them. When writing your lyrics um, for Braindrops, was it um, all based around that kind of idea or is it was it a little bit more general? It's kind of general. I mean, you kind of, you get like an idea, you know, for a song, like it could be a song about this, that or the other. You know, you get sort of something that sticks and something to build everything around. Like, And it could be something like, you know, well, it's a love song, but then... You know, I don't know, it's, for me anyway, it sort of just becomes about everything anyway. The whole, you know, all sort of little experiences and observations kind of just sort of filter in there. And then, you know, like Braindrops is, is a song about, it's literally a song about going to buy a pair of sunnies, you know. And it's just walking to that shop to do that, you know. But then it's about everything, you know, in the interim. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I just pick up everything from everywhere. I'm like a magpie collecting stuff. Uh, it always just ends up in a song somehow, you know. Yeah. You're off to LA to s- today to start your um, US Canada tour, which is pretty exciting. I feel like your lyrics are really often embedded in the Australian landscape and 
like very references that I get, but I wonder, do your American un, um, audiences, do you feel like they get the references or maybe it's more about the music and just having a good dance or headbang? Um, what, what do you think about that? I think, you know, I think they get, they get it more these days. I think, you know, what's funny, upside of the internet is kind of, you know, where someone like, you know, America was kind of, you know, it's quite insular in its way, you know, the information flowed out of America but never in. You know, so that would say in the in, in, in the noughties or whatever with the drones, you know, yeah, a lot of times Americans were sort of bamboozled by whatever we were crapping on about. But, um, yeah, now they seem to get it. And if they don't, they... They can quickly just Google it, you know. They kind of, yeah. So that's it's good. It's good. It's it's, it's cool. Yeah. Now, um, do you have a favorite city that you you played in on that tour? Was there a place that you were just a, a bit surprised by? No, we kind of been everywhere. It's all sort of blurs into one in the end. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on our show today, Gareth. And any last words about your upcoming album? I don't know. I, have, I, I need to sort of, you know, not hear an album for a year before I have any idea of what's going on. Yeah, I'm just so... After we've made it, I've sort of had my head so far up that I don't even know what it is anymore, you know what I mean? So I, I need some space. But ask me in a year, I'll tell you. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Cool. And I wanted to mention to all the listeners that there's still tickets available for the second show that you announced on the 19th of October at the Croxton. So, yeah, awesome.